you've been searching for that something, welcome my friend. Come on in and spend time with women just like us who come together to unlock true success and potential in our hearts, lives, and calling. I do know what it feels like to just want it all, to be ready to scale, to want to have that work-life balance, more authentic relationships, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, just to list a few. I want you to understand that it is not about our ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that there's so much more to becoming a fulfilled, successful, purpose-fueled woman. And it can be simple. Let's do this. Let's walk this journey. Let's step into your hidden confidence. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hey there, Mercedes here with Her Unapologetic Life, and we're at episode 102. I'm, I'm loving saying the 100s, it feels good. And I, it's a summer weekend here, and so can't really guarantee if the dogs will cooperate, as there's lots of, you know, squirrels and birds and boats and all sorts of things going on outside. So if you hear a chorus, they're just cheering us on, okay? So today, we are talking about social life. And I almost, I almost just, you know, decided to like, lump it together somehow with, with relationships um, after I had recorded it because uh, I spent a lot of time talking about who we want to spend time with, right? And then the gatherings and all those things. And that really can be a huge part of our social life. Um, so, you know, I'm, I really am glad that I didn't, you know, just add it to the title and kind of put it in the email for you because as I was going through um, my thoughts on this one, I found out that we can kind of look at this from a different, deeper, uh, and a rich angle where we can actually really get into more of our social life, our expectations of that for ourselves and for others. And so glad I didn't bunch it together. Um, I've been learning a lot about myself and uh, my social life this summer. So it's, it's, it's a really good one to talk about because I think we're all kind of in this place where our social life is impacted and changing. So glad I didn't bunch it together. And, and for today, just have a listen and just kind of think, hmm, where am I at? Where do I resonate with Mercedes? How am I feeling this summer about my social life? Um, and then we can, you know, and then go from there, you know? So when I think of social life, um, I think of um, when I think, oh, what do I want to do, right? Socially, I'm deciding what to do. Um, where to go, who to go with, spending my time. Um, and I also think about it in that work-life balance. It's kind of that life part where I'm deciding what to do more with my free time. My free time spending time outside of my house um, unless, you know, I'm hosting something. So it's not like, oh, you know, the part of my life where I'm cleaning or something. It's like where I'm being more social. So that usually um, implicates that we're actually socializing with something or someone. Um, but as we go on today, I want, I want you to kind of just, you kind of redefine what social life means for you, right? Um, and so I think when I talk to my clients and women that I know, um, I think that most of us feel like our social life gets out of it gets out of balance easily, I guess. Um, most of us, at least the one, women I work with, when we really are passionate about our job, so it's just easier to focus on that and really, you know, and then our family. And but then when it comes to our free time, uh, it's kind of hard to know how to um, go about that, how to choose spending that time, right? And for today, I thought, oh, I could go like, you know, three ways to improve your social life or three indicators of whatever social life. But I kept doing more of a free talk, um, and then I'll talk a little bit more about it at, at the end 
whatever, however the spirit moves, as my mother would say. Um, I'm trying to get away from perfectionism and I'm noticing with my podcast notes, I'm trying to like make it so it's like, okay, three tangible things that they can take away where you probably notice I'm a little more of a free flow talker, thinker. Uh, and I just want you to take away a nugget or two that resonates with you each time. It doesn't have to be this huge, profound thing, um, but just a little something. And so we start out with, you know, most of us think our social life can improve. And I kind of want to talk first a little bit about um, getting stuck on how we measure our social life, right? So if we're thinking, how can I have a good social life this summer? We're usually going to measure it by, um, you know, ooh, the exciting things that come up. Um, are we being included? You know, are we, are people calling us? Are they inviting us? Are we inviting them? Is there balance in that? Um, are, are we able to make it all work? You know, I pull out the calendar quite often and it's like, okay, what are we going to fit in? What are we not going to fit in? Uh, usually it's, it used to be we'd fit it all in. Um, and so, you know, we make our social life decisions based on kind of those feelings of like, what, you know, like what's going to be exciting, what isn't. Um, and before we go too further, too much further into this, I want to kind of like look back to help us look forward. Sometimes we look back to the past, not too far, don't worry, um, to, to kind of inform us of how we want to move forward, right? Because if you're like me, you've, you've maybe noticed that your social life can ebb and flow, but you probably have a sweet spot depending on the season, right? And in the summer, most of us <laughs> ignore our sweet spot, ignore the caution tape, ignore the flags, and then we get into exhaustion, overwhelm, and sometimes downright like crankiness because we've over-socialized, right? <laughs> so let's look back. I'm going to use myself as that example, right? Um, and kind of intertwine, you know, we and I and all that. So we're going to talk about ourselves. Because, um, you know, we're all coming out of a couple of summers that might not be typical for what we're used to, unless you prior to COVID were like majorly introverted and had like more minimal um, interactions socially on the scale that people do during the summer. Um, you know, so we're coming out of that. And I, I'm just gonna go back to 2020, 2019, you know, I felt like I had hit a stride in the summertime, you know, balancing a little bit of business stuff and then family and, and the races and all the cultural stuff of my family. Then, you know, of course, we know 2020 hit and um, it impacted us for many, you know, many different ways, in many different ways. Um, for some of us, it was livelihood. So like social life went down because money was tight, right? For me, my social life went down. I wasn't impacted financially. Um, but it was more like there were, there was less to book. Lots of things were canceled. And if I'm being completely honest with hindsight being 2020, no pun intended, <laughs> actually intended. I love it. Um, I was I, my body at least, in my mind, I was relieved. Like I was, I had been overthinking, over producing, over whatever, you know, like analyzing and over function, over socializing. I, you know, I have a lot of people in my life that I really love, like I said last week. And it's hard for me to say no because I genuinely care about a lot of people. But I was overdoing it. Like I was over, I was in too big of groups. I was doing, you know, too much. And so when 2020 hit, it was like, whew. I could breathe. It was simple. I didn't have to have like say yes. I didn't have to say no and feel bad about it. I it took away a lot of that pressure, right? Um, it was more kind of like staying home, you know, um, kind of more like I call it my grass, like a grassroots summer. And it was a summer, you know, knowing now what I know now. It was a summer that I needed too because I got to spend a lot of time with my parents because they were 
my dad kind of went into retirement because of COVID, you know? And so, you know, we had more, I mean, I would go walk the dog and I would hang out with them. I would see my parents a lot more than I normally do in a more casual, easy, less pressure way. Right. Um, and so it was just this flow in, on one hand, like it was more of a free and easy, like time for other people. Um, it was really stressful. Right. And for my friends who are extremely extroverted, it was really difficult actually, because, Zoom wasn't doing it, phone conversations wasn't doing it, and they were feeling a little bit uh, stuck, right? And so, but for me, it was like, whew. So look back at 2020, kind of acknowledge where your social life was there. And then 2021 hit. And last summer, I mean, we all have had a different experience, right? I haven't asked around like how my clients felt differently. I'm for sure going to be doing that in these next couple of weeks after recording this. But it was a different feel. It wasn't quite fully back, right? People weren't still weren't traveling. Um, for me, it was a very, um, it was a very, it was probably the most difficult and hardest, you know, like summer of my life. I, I remember thinking, oh, like, do I want to get together with my friends or should I? Because if I do, and they ask me how things are going, I felt like either dominated the conversations more than I ever have. Um, I felt like I was sending my prayer list through direct messenger, and I feel like I pretty much it pretty much stopped the direct messaging from my group of friends. Um, There's other things, but you know, it was like, whoa, like it was too much, at least for me. Um, And there was just a lot going on, Um, you know, and I think, um, I think I kept trying to do what I normally like to do because it felt like, oh, we're a little freer than last summer to do things. But every time I did, you know, I would go up North or we did a family trip. Obviously the stuff that was going on in my life would follow me. Right. You know, um, my, you know, my dad, it was his last summer of life. So he was dying, even though we didn't know it. Um, we knew he was declining with his Parkinson's. Uh, my father-in-law had, we thought he was just having some artery stuff going on. He ended up having a quadruple bypass open heart surgery. So we, you know, we like, were like, whoa, we could have lost him. And um, I had another family member who was just his mental health and um, his substance abuse got really, really bad and it was really impactful on the family. And so I was spending some, I was spending my summer, I kind of encapsulated it. I was trying to find help for others, care, I was trying to find safety for my family, um, literally had to, you know, so I was dealing with the justice system. I was dealing with um, caregivers.com, which I love, by the way, and dealing with, you know, all of that, all of those things. And it was just one of those summers. It was like, I remember last summer, just like longing for the slow days of 2020, the COVID summer, because it was like, okay, it, it was stressful in a different way. There weren't things coming at me. So it was a summer of shadows for sure for me. Uh, how was 2021 for you kind of coming out of other shadows, right? Was How was that for you? Was it a relief? Did you feel a little bit more balanced? I mean, do you remember? Sometimes I think it was such a blur for me. It's like, did I even have a summer? I feel like 2020 summer was much more memorable, um, like in my, you know, remembering the event, the day-to-day or like the highlights. Um, but anyway, all that being said, like my social life slowed way down and you think about it for pretty much for two years and for most people, right? Um, and so you know, my social life slowed way down, my ability to really do like be who I wanted to be really um, had to be like lessened a lot. And, you know, um, yeah, it just it's interesting then, you know, coming into this summer, you know, um, 
And, I, and I, I'm really excited that I've actually decided to talk about these topics because I think a lot of us are in a place, regardless of what happened the last two summers, we're all in a place where we're reassessing all areas of our life, you know? And so what we're trying to do is we're in a place where we're trying to look at everything, including our social life, and see kind of where where we can go from there. Um, so this is a really good time to take inventory of everything, including our social life. Because I don't know about you, but I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back to doing too much. But I also don't want to, um, you know, like just stay too isolated. So it's like a, it's like a complete balance, in my opinion. So moving on, um, take a little minute to be like, hmm, how have the last couple summers been for me? Um, and, you know, um, how was the summer going, right? Um, and so last week we talked a lot about the who and the events and the gatherings that we were going to participate in. And so keeping, I mean, maybe go back and have a listen. If you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that with with the lens of, huh, how is how am I impacted the summer after having potentially two summers that have been quite different than what I'm used to. Um, summers can build on each other, but they're also usually very different. That's why I like to talk about the seasons of life and so on. Um, so for today, I want to talk a little bit more about the what. Um, like what your social life is and who you be, who you show up to be um, in your social life, if that makes sense, in your free time. Um, you know, because I think a lot of us think that we have, it has to be a certain way. It has to be like, oh, if we're going to have a social life, we're going to go out and we're going to go out for dinner. We're going to meet up with a group of friends or we're going on a boat ride or we're going to go to a picnic or we're going to go away for the weekend with another family or on and on and on. And I, I'm, I'm really here to say that, um, I want to challenge that. I want to challenge that. And I want to ask you to reconsider deciding that your social life is your own good balance, right? Um, and, you know, our so the, how we rate our social life is better rated um, more by what we're doing and how we're feeling rather than what others think and want and to please others, right? So we're, this is a whole nother course. People pleasing is a, is a thread through the tapestry of my life, of course. Um, but for, from this space of where social life for you, you know, what, it's kind of like digging into inventory of like, well, what is that for me? Like what, what brings me that enough joy and fulfillment and meaning to say yes to something in my social life? Okay. So that's kind of like that premise. I'm going to come back to that too. So I love to give my husband as an example for many things. I'm glad he doesn't listen to this podcast, but for those of you who know him, works hard all week, very great work ethic, of course. And he also is, has a very, very rich hobby life, you know, and his hobbies, though, are like his social life, right? And so where we kind of get stuck in the stereotype of like, oh, we got to hang out with people, we got to, you know, get in the groove of that for social life, his is not, his is kind of like, well, when it, when it comes down to it, it's party of one, you know, hunting, racing, getting your butt down the ski hill, you know, it's, he's with people and it, and his, his social life kind of builds around that. And so the guys who go to the races with him and then the guys who come and talk about his car with him and then maybe family that creates a social life there hunting. It's, you know, family or group of guys and then skiing. That's where we get, you know, we hang out with different families that we know. Um, and so that's just a great example of like somebody who knows what they really enjoy doing. And then they go for that. And then the people show up versus being like, Oh my goodness, I have to create this thing so I can get all these people. Right. Um, and so we're, again, it's just another area of over-functioning. So um, 
I hope that makes sense because the, the flip side of it has been me in the past where it's like, oh my goodness, I haven't created an event for my friends in a long time. So I'm going to go and do this, you know, plan this thing and then invite them and hope they come and get, you know, I mean, I love it. I used to love it even more, but do you see the difference where it's like, oh, I'm not going to be like, hey, I'm going for a bike ride. Um, you know, you know, I want to do this and I'm going to do it. And whoever wants to come can come, you know, see the difference there. So I guess the first challenge is to create your own social life and have it look the way you want it to. Um, and then, you know, um, ask yourself then, I'm like, as you're starting to do that, am I over-functioning? Am I over-socializing? Um, can you settle in more? Can you create that prosperous life that you want more by getting into balance? Um, even just for the season. What I love about um, working in the seasons with myself and with my clients is, Every season, you know, it's kind of like that nice, um, the cyclical um, flow of life in general, right? Like the seasons literally are like the quarters of the year. And then there's the months and the weeks and the days. I just love that flow. Um, you know, and and another way to kind of really get to what, like creating the social life that you want is to look back over, you know, go back to 2019, 2020, last year, the different summers, right? And be and write like what really brought you joy and what was different, what was the same. And then kind of gives you more of a blueprint, if that makes sense. Um, and so the other thing that I, the other main point I wanted to make today was as we're ever evolving, um, we because we can evolve and change our minds about what social life looks like based on more our hearts than you know what we think we have to do. Um, and may, we can make decisions accordingly. The other thing to really look at is you know, if you've done any personal growth, you've looked at your personality types. There's all different tests you can take. You kind of know, like if you're an introvert, an extrovert, that's such a generalization, but you know what I mean? You know, like for example, Enneagram five people might not be as social as Enneagram three, or, you know, those are, you know, that's one that I work with a bit. But what I really want to bring home today is you probably have noticed, like for me, post COVID, I guess I'm a lot more, I would say introverted. I'm a lot more settled in. And the seven energy is a lot more grounded, never fully will be, but it's, it is. And so the other point that I really want to make today is if you're really like, Ooh, I'm wanting to shift my social life and even other areas of my life. Um, the personality tests are, are just a way, like it's a benchmark of kind of like who, who, how we show up based on the, you know, where we lived when we were younger and where we felt like we could thrive and survive, right? It's not a place to hang our hat and stay. So I, I always say like, I ask my clients what Enneagram number they are and it, it explains a lot of their tendencies, right? Uh, but it's not something that we want to hold firm to like, oh, I'm an Enneagram three, so therefore I have to like worry about what people think of me and perform. No, it's, for example, that you would want to then be like, well, what what do I want to grow? What do I want to evolve? And how do I want to show up? You know, it says I'm a three, but I'm actually feeling like I don't want to perform anymore and I want to be have more time at home. Well, that just means you're evolving and changing and actually growing. Um, so I hope that makes sense. You know, our archetype, our personality type, our identity, however we identify with things, it's just a it's just like a marker on our map as we move forward towards wholeness, in my opinion. So therefore, when we're looking at our social life, you can't just be like, well, I've always been so social. There must be something wrong with me. Um, you know, like I thought that for a while, like, honestly, I was like, oh, like I've never really felt like a super depressed person, more on the anxiety spectrum, but I'm really just not feeling like, you know, doing as much as I used to do. Is it okay? And I had to really wrestle with that. 
um, and really shift and, you know, allow for those days where I really do want to socialize a lot and allow for the days where home is my, you know, my happy space. So um, that second part being, you know, like really it just, you know, it depends on the season. It depends where we are. And sometimes it depends who we're with. You know, with some of my friends, I have to be like the more extroverted, go ask the questions, lead the way guide. And then with other friends, I know they're going to take, they're going to take the wheel and I just went along for the ride and I go. Um, and some people can do both. Some people don't want to do both and shouldn't have to, right? That's just who they are in that moment. So, so anyway, the second part is looking at your social life for this summer, know that it's not black and white and it's not set in stone. And if there's things you want to change, you actually can, right? It's honoring yourself in your social life. And uh, that's a huge part of what women work through um, in the stages of life, right? Like I'm in the place right now where my kids are older. Um, and so they need me a little bit less. Although I've been hearing Luke calling for me. He doesn't know I'm recording a podcast and doing dog baby talk, which is so cute. But um, I, you know, I have more free time. I have more time to socialize. Um, and so I'm in a, I mean, what do they call that where you like it, but you don't like it? It's, it's a growth area, right? So I'm getting the shadow stuff coming out. Um, and I just have a lot of space this summer. So, and I've created that too. So um, anyway, as you go through each season, just allowing it to ebb and to flow, um, you're going to find what works best for you in that season. So in review, I hope this wasn't too like, Ooh, um, you know, we're, we're all wanting that social life that really fulfills us and we deserve it. And if we go, if we overdo it or if we isolate too much, um, we're not going to get that richness. Um, and again, allowing that, you know, allowing for a season to observe, you know, maybe you haven't thought about these things ever in the summertime. I think it's a great time of year to do this because there's so much thrown at us. Um, you know, and you can just kind of notice, you can journal it, you can tuck it away in your mind's eye for later and just kind of see like, huh, what, what really works well for me? Um, do I like being with one-on-one -on -one with a friend? Do I like small groups? Do I like big groups? Do I like to go to like a huge, like, you know, concert and sing and have a great time? Where do I have the energy for social life? And is it in balance with my home life and my work life? You know, so those are the things that I like to think about. Um, and check in with yourself and see how fixed you are in your definition of your personality and others. Um, you know, are, is there some room for growth or movement in, away from like being attached to the description or, you know, the identity of whatever personality you prescribe to um, and go from there. So I hope this was helpful. I really think our social life is something that goes up and down and all around in every single season. Um, and again, as women, we usually try to we base it around other people I'm challenging that. I'm, I'm asking you to, to kind of start bringing it back in um, so you have a lot more fulfillment and meaning and you have less like fatigue, resentment, all those things, especially in the summertime when um, it comes down to it, we're, our, we're the person who has the most unrealistic expectations about ourselves or for ourselves when it comes to social life. Um, and if, if we sense that other people do too, then it's because we haven't been honoring ourselves or it's because we're worrying too much about what they think or we're, we're letting, like we're giving our power away by thinking, you know, if they invite us or if we do these things, we're going to feel like we're a worthy person. So keep, bear those in mind. Um, and if you, if you notice any of those, just, just check in with yourself to see what you would prefer. And again, if this is something that you're like, oh my goodness, I, I don't want to spend another summer out of whack with my social life and all these different areas of life, you know where to find me. You know, I love 
looking at the circle of life with clients and we we focus on the different areas that we need to and we we grow so anyway i hope you have a good one this one was a fun one really glad i didn't go back and restructure it because it felt like it had a pretty good flow off to enjoy the sunshine and some family time i hope you have a wonderful day and i will talk again with you next week Hey there. Thanks for listening, my friend. If you like the podcast today, please stop by and leave me a review. I am new to the podcast world and would so appreciate it. If any of your friends, ladies who support you, or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way, will you? It truly takes a village, and I need help getting the message out that we can be that girl, that girl who lives her unapologetic life. Would you join me in the ripple effect? Look for other places to hang out with me and my tribe in the show notes. Until next time.